Hey guys, welcome back to the Chisu Bashar podcast. The podcast that's all about cricket and the banter that comes with it. Talking about banter, we do miss Rishabh Pant behind the stumps, you know, for all the banter that he was involved in. But uh, here we are, without Rishabh Pant and without Suri Kumar Yadav, uh, with Shreyas here do, doing all of the damage that he has done in the recent series. Um, we should. We actually wanted to discuss on how it went in the second T20. That was actually the only interesting match to some extent. Would you agree or not? on that ayush yeah absolutely you know that was that was one match where sri lanka showed some promise and you know there was some competition going on yeah. mostly because their bowlers have failed obviously in all these three matches but in the second match their batsmen showed some promise as well that okay we are going to give you some competitive score uh, we are going to give our bowlers a chance to you know try to defend that but uh, then there yeah. was the jadeja in the opening Yeah. Even the opening was uh, pretty good. They were 60, 67 in 8.3 overs, so it yeah. was pretty good opening to start off. And Indian bowlers were in pressure at the first, in the death, and in the opening as well. So it was a good competition in the second T20. Right, and uh, you know, uh, it actually was a bit surprising that um, in the, this has been a problem for India for some time now. If you have noted that India has not been able to take wickets in the power play. um against the good side especially if we are talking about pakistan who beat us by 10 wickets or against new zealand so we have missed uh, the wicket taking capability in um, the power play overs and the main point is that bhuvi and bumrah are not able to do that i, I would still say that yes no doubt bumrah is our best bowler but they don't tend to take wickets in the power play who is taking the wickets it's generally uh, you know deepak chahar or mohammad siraj has sometimes And the, so that's a bit, um, I would say, a worrisome part for India. Like, okay, the South Sri Lanka, you managed even after being, you know, um, 67 runs at 8.4, you managed to control the run rate. But I don't think uh, it will be the same um, result when you are playing an extra quality team like New Zealand, England, or Australia. And yes, and um, after 2020, uh, Bumrah's bowling in the power play has been dipped, and he's not been able to take wickets at the start. and uh, fair to say he has not been used also uh, very much in the uh, power play overs his overs been kept for the middle and couple of overs for the death deepak chahar is i think the only bowler who has been consistent in the power play both yeah. in domestic and international so even if if it comes to power play i guess india has only one bowler who has the wicket taking ability right now on a consistent basis that That's is true. deepak chahar Yeah, right. Because see, I'm saying it. Siraj is also taking wickets in the power play, but it's just that he has not been in the T20 mix for uh, or a white ball format uh, in the yes. team. That that has yeah. been the only problem for him actually. Although it's no doubt that the way he bowled in South Africa, uh, he was playing the ODIs there, right? Uh, that was good. Yeah. And uh, in um, here also, it was good to see the way he was bowling, like a confident bowler. And I feel this is the moment that decides that Shami is not coming back into the team. If you need a express pacer kind of guy, you take Siraj and you'd keep Shami for the tests maybe. So any of those who are predicting now that uh, maybe Shami will should be in the squad, he's not going to be there in the squad for World Cup. I'm very sure about that. And what I believe is that uh, if I'll be in the place of selector selectors committee, though I don't want to be given the condition <laughs> of selectors Indian selectors right now, but yeah. uh, Shami brings in a lot of experience. 
uh, with him uh, if he comes into this, uh, this this side and with him uh, Bumbra and if Harshal Patel plays along so Harshal Patel will be under great guidance of Shami and Bumbra so that will be of uh, good value for the Indian Indian cricket if See, Shami comes back. Of course, Shami, Shami has a lot of experience, but then you already have Bhuvi and Bumra who are very experienced. And when you're talking about Harshal to learn, he can learn those things from Bumra as well, right? For the power playovers, you have uh, Bhuvi to uh, experience to bank upon. And for any any um, over, you have Bumra to bank upon. So um, I would actually want a young guy to come in and take a place, probably learn a, th- a thing or two. Shami has been there for some time now, and let's give the young guys a chance. That's what I feel, and I feel that's what selectors are going with. <laughs> that's that uh, thing because yeah. see, Dhawan is also very uh, experienced, right? There's no doubt about it. But what they've gone is that we already have enough experienced batsmen in um, Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli. We are they are experienced enough, right? Actually, yeah. this is a very similar situation for both bowlers and batsmen that we are ditching out on. Two experienced, one experienced batsman and one experienced bowler for young guys, and we are keeping two of the experienced guys back. So uh, for Dhawan and Shami, I think the T20 uh, fortunes are doors are closed pretty much, unless something uh, extraordinary happens in IPL. I don't see any reason why Shami will be back in the team. Or there can be a possibility as well, like uh, Bhuvneshwar is getting replaced by Deepak Chahar, so our power plays are sorted, and then. There's Shami in the team to guide uh, Harshal with Bumrah alongside him. So basically, so you are... want Shami in the team, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Oh. Okay, moving on to the batting uh, in the second T20. Uh, what about, what do you want to say about that? Um, uh, on the Sri Lankan point of view, I was disappointed with Asalanka in the okay. last two, t- uh, two T20s. Uh, he showed a lot of promise in the first T20, uh, but in both the next two T20s, he was looking clueless in whatever few balls he faced. And uh, But uh, Nisanka played well. And of course, Shanaka, as I said in the previous blog itself, that Shanaka hit out few, which was a positive sign. And it, it came as positive in the next two T20s. And like even in the second T20, he scored 47 of 19 deliveries. Yeah. And even in third, he scored good amount of runs. Like he was so the that, only that was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> the way he's played today was excellent. So fucking excellent. Uh, I remember they were 29 for four, right? Today. And yeah, then uh, reaching out to around 150, that's a brilliant score to be on. Uh, yeah, and Shanaka gives you a bowling option as well. So he's turning out to be their Shalu Thakur. Uh, though it's not a <laughs> test. So, but it's all okay, right. I, I thought you would say Hardik Pandya in t 20 but okay, Shalu Thakur, that's what we're going with. <laughs> Oh. No, I was actually mainly talking about Indian batting on the second uh, T20, right? Uh, the way Ishan Kishan played. He has... See, that's what the thing was, uh, Ishan Kishan. I think they were trying Kishan because he gives you the left-hand option at the top order. But I know yes. KL Rahul is coming in at some point of time. And Shreya Sayer, Rishabh Pant and um, Surkumar Yadav, all three have done brilliantly, actually. Better than Ishan Kishan, that's for sure. So... Yeah. KL Rahul is not coming in the middle order. He doesn't have a place there. He will come in as an opener and Ishan Kishan will have to go out differently. And yeah, um, as, I, uh, as I was uh, thinking as well, like Ishan Kishan, if you see his career records in T20 International, yes, yeah. now he has a strike rate of 121, an average of 32. But if you remove the last couple of innings where he scored 80 or something odd, 
that was, was just one inning actually yeah that was sorry that was just one inning and he his strike rate i, I remember was 110 so for yeah, an opening I, batsman it, it is pretty low it's below average and i was a bit surprised because i remember ishan kishan was taken in the team because we already have a lot of players who can play the anchor role right we have rohit sharma we can we already have shreyas here we have uh, virat kohli to do the anchor role so i w- was expecting ishan kishan to hit it out like like the way sky plays uh, at times that okay i can come in i can bash around for the first few hours and then they'll, i'll probably get out at a score of 30 or 40 which is good enough for t20 right if you are scoring yeah. a good 3 over 30 that that's a brilliant score but ishan kishan is clearly not been able to do that so a bit disappointed with that um although i do feel bad for uh, rituraj gaikwad you know this was a perfect chance for him to you know um properly get into the mix for a t20 world cup because come on you don't have any other t20 series for the next 3 months and you'd have given your name up okay i am also an option for the opener in the t20 world cup but without even playing five t20s before going to uh, world cup i think it's a very difficult path for rutoza gaikwad he'll yes, come in the mix differently if, sometime but not before. yeah and if rutoraj gaikwad would have been uh, here on if we thought think about a hypothetical situation he would yeah. have been an, a backup opener and he would be young so that right. was the selectors uh, you know main thing would have <laughs> <laughs> right although he's almost he's older than Nishan Kishan or oh, a bit surprised let me just check Rutraj Gaikwad is 25 and Ishan Kishan is Ishan 23. Kishan is 23 so yeah he's older than <laughs> okay Kishan. but no doubt a uh, young option that that's for sure that's for sure yeah like Avesh Khan is the young guy he is in prime form right now in domestic cricket as well unlike Ishan Kishan I would say that <laughs> in the past two IP uh, past one and a half IPL Rutraj has been in prime form. Yep. So, no and about it. I mean it, it it's not easy to have an average of almost 15 uh, IPL. Right. Even yeah. Virat doesn't have that. <laughs> that shows a lot of things. Uh, right, right. Then moving on, it was a brilliant performance by Shreyas Iyer, the, the the man of the series and uh, a lot of headache for India no doubt. But the sub- And yeah, and Shreyas Iyer plus I would Add Ravindra Jadeja's name. Yes, I was well. actually coming on to been, that. Like, to think of Ravindra Jadeja in uh, top five, like that opens a lot of doors and windows and I don't know what what more. <laughs> because, and yeah, Ravindra Jadeja is, is in the kind of his phase where everything he touches, it turns into gold. So <laughs> it's kind of that. So he, it's a good headache to have if we have Jadeja at five, then you can play more number of all-rounders and hard-hitting all-rounders down the order. Right, although you'll have to drop some of the batters, which are, uh, which has been the bigger headache. So, a lot of guys putting their hands up for the batting part, right? Um, yeah. Well, Jadeja hasn't exactly been your wicket-taking baller as such. So, you have to think of that, that uh, fifth or sixth bowling option differently, right? Uh, to expect yeah. four overs of Jadeja on Australian pitch is going to be mighty difficult. He's not your Nathan Lyon of tests, right? Uh, yeah. So even if he's going to play, he has to play that that spinning all-rounder who can give you one or two overs or maybe three overs if the situation demands. But mostly uh, a guy to you know uh, um, yeah, save some overs from a guy who's getting hit out of the park. So maybe one or two quite overs and that would be enough. So a very good yeah. uh, performance by Jadeja in that in that aspect, I would say. And one more guy, uh, he's a bit underrated in this whole series in the Western as well, is Deepak Kudda. 
he has whenever he has been called in he has performed he is not ex, uh, batted out his other batters but he supported the other batsmen pretty well he played the anchor kind of innings on one end and let stress here or somebody like surya kumar yadav to play their innings in in the natural way so that has also been a positive side for india um if i am not wrong this is the only uh, today was the only time that the uh, deepak hooda was batted so the problem is that he was given three overs in the last match right and he did decently well enough but he didn't do so good that maybe you know if if the squad is getting selected of 20 players when you have all your favorite players coming in like the virat kohli the rishabh pant when all of these will come in then i don't see a chance for deepak hooda that's a, that's a problem part that i'm worried uh, about yeah but in the western uh, western series i guess like i'm not very sure he did get some uh, batting there and he played couple of innings there um, I'm, I'm, but i'm I not think, sure with that i think it was you are talking about the odis he did get a chance oh, in the odis yeah. but t20 yeah. uh, he didn't get a chance there and uh, i think t20 he made debut in this series yeah so that's the yeah. point he made uh, debut in this series first match he didn't have to bat second match he didn't have to bat and today he batted and scored 21 runs yeah that actually brings us to the you know next discussion that uh, a lot of changes were made today right that india went ahead with yeah. only six batting options as such with with harshal patel coming in at seven and yeah. uh, <laughs> it was a bit surprising that you know if you see the scorecard from the last match uh, i think Deepak Hooda bowled three overs and Venkatesh Iyer bowled three overs, right? Yes. In the first match or second match, I'm not very sure. I think in the first uh, match itself. I think uh, you were talking about uh, the first match. Yes, yes, the first match. So both of them bowled three three overs, which was a bit surprising but understandable because yes. you are trying to give them a chance to, you know, it's a favorable a favorable situation. So go and um, bowl um, bowl with some independence and let's see how can you perform. and today was a day when uh, huda didn't bowl venkatesh ayer didn't bowl and ravindra jadeja didn't bowl and that was rare and in the second to 20 also uh, huda didn't bowl and venkatesh ayer didn't bowl but that jadeja bowled right so jadeja bowled yeah it is okay when your all rounders as such at the batting all rounders don't bowl that is understandable but when you're bowling all rounder like jadeja is basically a shardul thakur kind of guy right a better yeah. batsman but your uh, frontline bowler and your frontline bowler is not bowling that's that's a, a surprising situation no doubt yeah but i guess the other bowlers pulled up their socks pretty well uh, it was impressive yeah. avesh khan was so impressive in the power plays see that's what i'm talking about that for the power plays you have a lot of options young guys coming in whoever avesh khan was brilliant in the to think that in a t20 match he took two wickets and gave away only four runs in three overs with one maiden Yes, with fun yeah. maiden. So that's a brilliant thing, and even Siraj was very impressive in that first six overs. Yeah, yeah. Both so were complementing each other pretty well. Pretty well, right? So that's what I was saying. That I don't see any reason why Shami will make a comeback. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. Bishnoi was impressive, and Kuldeep Yadav gets a chance finally. <laughs> yeah, and he he did bowl uh, pretty well enough, decent although, enough, I would say. He didn't take any. Although wicket. he didn't take any wickets. Yeah. So uh, that's a point because see uh, today was a brilliant opportunity for both of Kuldeep Yadav and Ravi Bishnu because we I can clearly see that Yudhvendra Chahal is India's lead spinner right now he is going to be there it's about the the fight is for the second spinner who will be the second person who will be complimenting Yudhvendra uh, Chahal will it be Ravi Bishnu the younger or Kuldeep Chahal uh, Kuldeep Yadav who has a lot of experience of bowling in Australia 
so today was a competition sort of day for them today and bishnoi went for runs but took a wicket kuldeep yadav was very economical but no wicket so i don't know i think it was a equal performance from both of them actually yes and i hope your statement comes true uh, where chahal is the leading spinner of india in t20 because in the last t20 there was surprising decision of uh, management backing rahul chahar up over uh, Ch- chahal <laughs> So yeah, I, I have never supported. Yeah, uh, as everybody knows, I have always been in support of. Um, actually, not exactly support. I would have been uh, opposing Rohit Sharma as the permanent captain of the team because of the only reason that I would like a young guy to be groomed, right? Yeah. But Rohit Sharma has been good enough. I don't know. Maybe uh, management hears to him a lot, or maybe management has actually decided to improvise themselves that they have dropped uh, Rahul Chahar and Varun Chakravarty kind of players. and they are taking in actually the better options the better performance in ipl or even domestic performance so yeah. let's just let just hope that this is a, a good track to uh, progress is really good for the team yeah and one thing i want to add like among all these 320s t3t20s one thing that went unnoticed in each and every person's mind is rohit sharma's batting so <laughs> no it went for us of captain leading from the front <laughs> yeah and chamira was getting him uh, so it was like chamira was making him a bunny in the last 320 it's not easy to uh, make bunny out of rohit sharma is that kind of great player but yeah. um, you know he showed that you know even great players have rough patches right 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 and you know uh, that's one point that uh, the virat kohli fans would always uh, argue that um, even if you are uh, a good captain as such it's it's not easy to be a captain and perform equally well like be the best batter of the team rohit yeah has been a, a average batsman in west indies series as well right he was not uh, i think he had one notable or two good innings in the odis but t20s i don't remember him performing well enough but you yeah. know that's the thing that's the thing that when your team is winning your shortcomings are are hidden people don't yeah. notice that but it the problem starts when you start losing the matches then even a 50 would be criticized that okay you scored a 50 but that was a 35 ball 50 if it would have been a 50, uh, 30 ball 50 we would have won the match <laughs> yeah people will talk about that man that's for sure yeah totally totally agree uh, um, virat kohli knows it because he has done it so many times for rcb <laughs> okay yeah so uh, i think that was the performance uh, from the t20 side right uh, then we will be moving on to the test uh, two test which has going to start by when i think yeah it's starting from 4th of march so on we have of march. yeah we have a three day gap before we um, you know move on to the test and thankfully we'll... we have a three day gap <laughs> yeah thankfully three day gap <laughs> not not the uh, match very next day it was a bit surprising yeah. with the uh, you know scheduling of t20 like two continuous matches on two days it's it's, it's not exactly what uh, international teams do but here we are yeah and you are risking your players uh, you know health condition there as well you know because dharmshala is cold first of all it's yeah. uh, it's freezing out there today <laughs> and you are uh, rohit sharma is playing and you don't want an injury in any of your premium uh, you know batsman bowler or all rounder recently jadeja got fit and he is playing two back to back matches you know that's a bit of a risk uh, you know fingers crossed that he didn't get any injury yeah. but uh, you know it 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 will be very prone these kind of uh, conditions or these kind of scheduling you know it's very prone to injuries 
no no i completely agree in that so talking about tests we we can actually talk about another test that's that's been going on right now yeah. and it has been a brilliantly poised test so what do you have to talk uh, say about you know uh, the south africa new zealand test uh, i was pretty uh, impressed by uh, saril irvi of south africa you know he scored a great century on the first day it's uh, it's not easy actually when you're playing in uh, new zealand and you are batting first and then you have a bowling lineup of saudi jamison and wagner and then you're scoring 100 at the first day it's it's pretty it's pretty good performance and colin de grunholm as well uh, uh, you know man. he was so brilliant see that's the thing about uh, new zealand when they are playing at home they have so much, it's pretty clear that you have no point of playing any spinner in new zealand that's to be dated to be very honest and i'm very surprised how maharaj managed to take a wicket there who uh, he took uh, took wicket of real mitchell but that's the thing with grandholm that he plays as a proper batter and he can swing the ball really well like even if it's a batting yeah. paradise kind of situation you know there's a guy coming in as your fifth bowler when when your top four bowlers have already bowled 80 overs or so and that guy can still swing it really well so he gives you a lot of balance when you're playing in uh, new zealand no doubt a very good option for new zealand that's why you don't see him playing a lot of test matches but in in home conditions he's just i don't yeah, know he a legend of number 7 he bats yep. at number 7 he gives you good amount of overs you know i don't think you want any more from an all rounder in your team you know right so uh, yeah the first thing was brilliant and actually uh, salary performed well but elgar gave good support Yeah, Elgar gave yeah, some good support. Absolutely. There was a decent partnership between uh, Jansen and Maharaj. If you look at the scorecard, uh, I remember reading about it that the fight between Jansen and Wagner was was really impressive. Uh, Jansen pulled him for some, um, you know, some force. Yeah, yeah. So Jansen in his very Marco Jansen in very short career, his is pulling out some great battles. He had first <laughs> with Bumrah and then with Wagner. So and clearly, he won opponents. the battle. Yeah, he clearly won yeah. both the battles. He yeah. he uh, completely destroyed uh, Bumrah of sorts. I'd actually say they won there. And here also, he stayed not out. So that is one part that when Wagner is bowling bounces to you, he stays till the end. That's that's really impressive. Yeah. Then uh, New Zealand batted decently well enough. No, not decently well enough. They actually were very bad at one point. Uh, I mean, what was the scorecard? They were ninety-one for five. But then yeah, and thanks to Darrell Mitchell and Brandon. <laughs> yep. So uh, although I'm a bit surprised why they haven't played uh, any of Oliver or uh, Ingidi instead of Simpala, like it's South African condition. You would want. At least three your best pacers, right? I understand that right. Jensen and Rabada are brilliant, and uh, Vian Mulder gives you a, a pace bowling option. But why don't you play uh, another pacer instead of Simpala or Maharaj? That was a bit shocking to me, to be very honest. And somebody like Lungi and Gidi, he would have been terrific in those kind of situations. You know, he's a, a hit the deck hard kind of uh, bowler like Wagner. Yeah, right, right. I was coming on to that. More that, uh, pace than Wagner. and he gives you a little bit uh, shape as well uh, uh, swing and seam so you know it was quite surprising decision that south africa didn't win with ngidi yeah so now the match is uh, brilliantly poised that south africa are 140 for 5 and you still have tiso yeah. maharaj jansen and rabada to come in now the point is all these three are decent batters you know if if uh, even there's little bit of assistance to the batters like if it's uh, 
survivable situation they would give you 100 runs these guys can give you 100 runs and uh, you already have mulder and um, kyle playing in right now so if south africa and they both uh, look set yep yep that's one important part and the ball is 53 over so it is ideal situation to bat in you would want uh, your current batsman to survive 10 15 overs and if they can survive 10 15 overs which mean you will definitely play out the new uh, the old ball right and if only they can manage a lead of 300, at least 300, that makes it for a very interesting match because you still have more than, you You have two days left right now, but uh, when they get out, you still have more than one day to try and bowl out New Zealand. So this is going to be a brilliant test match, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. And I would expect South Africa to give a lead of you know, close to 350 runs. And okay. I would expect New Zealand to chase it down, you know, Latham and... William Con David Conway and Henry Nichols, these are all are good batsmen in home, home conditions and experience so, you know, as well. Be experience as well, so it will be a great battle to watch. Okay, yeah. So, uh, your prediction of sort, uh, if I'm going to the prediction part, it is that New Zealand would win this match. Is that what we're predicting? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to go against you in this case because that's what we do in the Tiki Boston podcast that we go against each other a lot. So I am predicting a South African. In fact, during the start of the series that me and Sumed were having the discussion that what do you predict of this series? So it is easy to think that New Zealand uh, are playing a home test series. They will win 2-0. But South Africans are really high on confidence right now. I mean, you are playing anywhere. It's difficult to beat an Indian test team. You have done that. You have recently seen a Bangladesh team beat uh, New Zealand there. So, uh, yeah. I was predicting a 1-1 and I'm going with that. Uh, New Zealand won't be able to uh, win the series. They, they, it would be a draw series. Okay. And let's see. Cool. Uh, I think that's it for today. We'll connect again for the preview of a uh, test match between India and Sri Lanka or maybe uh, the review of this, this test match. And the Rats 100 test as well. Uh, hashtag 71 waiting for it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you, Adit. Thank okay, thanks, me. guys. Bye.